0: We learnt in the sixth paragraph of the Masechta about the nedunya, the dowry which a father of a bride gives to his daughter to bring into the marriage for her husband. And if at the time of the Kiddushin, the father of the bride obligated himself, even just by a declaration, he obligated himself to give a certain amount of money or property for the dowry, he is obligated to do so. Even though no act of acquisition was done, since the declaration was made at the time of the Kiddushin, it is binding and the obligation stands. So what happens if HaPesik Mois Hasonai, one who fixes amount of money and he promises to give that amount of money for his son-in-law, and before the stage of Nesuin, lo which literally means he stretched out his foot, and it means that he tells his son-in-law that he is not going to pay the Nadunia. Either he doesn't have enough money, or he just refuses to pay it. He says he changed his mind, says the Mishnah <laughs> She, the bride, will need to wait and continue living in her father's house until her hair turns white. Meaning the, the husband, or the man who is about to be the husband, he cannot be forced to marry her fully without receiving the Nadunya. If he says, I'm not going to marry her unless you're giving the Nadunya, he has the right to do so. As well as that, he's not obligated to divorce her. He's able to tell the father, I'm not going to marry or divorce your daughter until you give the Nadunya. So she'll be stuck, she won't be able to marry anybody else because she's already received kadushin from me and I'm not divorcing her. So you better give me the Nadunya or your daughter won't be able to get married for the rest of her life. However, Admin Omer Admin says, It's true that the son in law has a claim and certainly the father is obligated and he is the one in the wrong over here. However, that shouldn't mess up the life of his daughter she can say, if I would have fixed that amount of money, and I would have obligated my father or myself to bring the Nadunya into the marriage, then, then I would sit in my father's house and wait until my hair goes white. But now that it was my father who fixed that amount of money for me, so it was him, it's not my fault, says, what can I do? Either bring me in as a wife and marry me fully, or divorce me, but don't put me into the situation where I'm stuck not being able to get married for the rest of my life. Um, Gabriel um, again said, like in the previous couple of Mishnays, Re'a Admain. I see the words of Admain more, and I would with- agree with him over the Tanakama. Vov, even though we have seen in the Masechta the rule of Hamitz e'chavei olav Haraya that if somebody wishes to take something from somebody else, then he needs to bring the proof that he is entitled to it, otherwise he can't take it from the other man, that rule is only said regarding metaltalin. Metaltalin is movable objects. However, when it comes to karka, to land, we do not apply the rule of ha-meitzah olav haraya. Rather, we say that the latest known owner of that field, he is considered to be the muhzak, the one who is automatically, by default, considered to be the owner of the field now. And if anybody else wants to take that ownership away from him, they need to bring the proof that they bought it from him, or that for whatever other reason the field is theirs. So if you see somebody living in in a property and he has no witnesses or no proof that he bought it from the previous owner, then the previous owner is considered to be the default owner. Now this mission discusses a case where we have Ruvain, Shimon, and Levy. Ruvain owned the field, and let's say he lives in the field as well. So Ruvain lived in that field until a few months ago, and a few months ago, Shimon moved in. Now as long as Ruvain lived there, he was known by all to be the owner. He was a definite owner of that field. Now, since Shimon moved in, he's not necessarily known to be the owner. It was never known that he necessarily bought the field. It's true that he's living there now, but he hasn't got proof that he bought the field. So who's considered to be the Mursak? Ru and because of that if Ruvain comes to Shimon and he makes a claim against his field and he says that you are currently in my field we don't apply the rule of Hamitsme or of Haraya, and since Shimon is there now he's considered to be the default or the default owner. Rather when it comes to land we consider the previously known owner. To be the Mursuk, and therefore if Reuven comes to Shimon claiming that it's his land, Shimon is the one who will need to prove that he bought it. And if he can't, then Reuven would take the land back and he would revert to being the owner. Now what happens if Shimon sold that field to Levi, and there is a document which states that he sold it to Levi, And every document requires witnesses on the document. And one of the witnesses who signed on that document was none other than Ruvain. Which implies that Ruvain is sort of admitting that it was Shimon's field. The document states that Shimon is selling his field to Levi. And Ruvain signed on there. So the implication is that Ruvain is sort of admitting that indeed Shimon did buy the field from him. And it's Shimon's field. One who makes a claim against the field, Ruvain, makes a claim that this field which is now Levi's, is really his because he claims that all along Shimon stole the field from him and he sold it to Levi but really it's his field but <laughs> he is signed on that document which Shimon sold to the field to Levi, Ruven signed on that document Admin Oymer Admin says shayoyma, can say the reason why I signed on that document is not because I'm admitting that it's Shimon's field. Shimon stole it from me. But I wanted Shimon to sell it to Levi because Hashani, the second guy Levi, noachli, he's easier for me to deal with. in The first man, Shimon, he's more difficult to deal with, he's a more respectable powerful man, and if I start making a court case against him, it will be much harder for me to get the money from him, to get the field back from him. So I wanted him to sell it to Levy so that I would have this whole court case with Levy and it would be easier for me to get my field back from him. So that's why I signed on the document, because I wanted Levy to have it, but not because I was admitting that Shimon had any real right to the field. Ruvain has lost his um, right and claim to the field, because by signing on that document, he is implying that he's admitting that it's not his field anymore. Now everybody agrees that in a situation where I saw if he made that field a sign for a different field. So we're talking about a situation where Ruvain had a field right next to this field which we're discussing, and Ruvain sold the other field to somebody else. And in the document describing the field and its boundaries, he wrote in that document that it borders Shimon's field. In this case, according to everybody, that is a clear proof. That Ruvain is admitting that it's no longer his field, rather it's Shimon's field. Iberesachusay, so he has lost his rights to that field and any claim on that field. This time he's got no claim of saying that I wanted to, I wanted the field to be in the hands of somebody who's easier to deal with. In this case, that's not relevant because he's selling a different field, not the field which he's making a claim against. So in that case, everybody agrees. It is considered to be a proof that Ruvain was no longer the owner and Shimon was a true owner. Which design, if somebody has a field, let's say Ruben has a field and his field is surrounded on all four sides by Shimon's fields. So how exactly is Ruben going to get to his own field? So he has a right, either he bought the right from Shimon or it was there from the beginning. The point is he had the right of passage through one of Shimon's fields. So there was an actual path going through his field and that's how he would get to his own field. Meanwhile, Shimon goes abroad and when he comes back, that path has been covered over. So there no longer exists a path and Reuven can't remember where his path was, but since he definitely did have a path somewhere in order to get to his field, and all of the fields surrounding there are Shimon's, so either way, Shimon is going to have to give him the right of passage again, because wherever the path was, it was going through Shimon's property. It could be that Shimon will only need to give him the shortest path possible, but he will need to give him a path. Now, what happens if each of the fields which were surrounding Ruven's field were owned by a different person? In that case, Ruven has no claim against each individual one. Since he can't claim, since he can't remember in which field his path went, so each owner of the field can turn around to him and say it was in the other field. It wasn't in my field. And so in such a situation, Shimon would not have the right of passage and he would need to buy that back from them again. Our mission discusses a case where Ruven's field was surrounded by fields owned by different owners and he went abroad and he came back And meanwhile, one individual person, we'll call him Shimon, he brought all of the surrounding fields. So right now, it's owned by him. Misholach and Dinah Sayyam, somebody who went abroad, and he lost the path to his field. It's now covered up and he can't remember through which field it went. And as we explained, we're talking about a case where originally, all of the surrounding fields were owned by different people, but now it's owned by the same person. Admin Oymar Admin says, he has the right of passage, the shortest way to get to his field, through Shimon's field, he has that right. Since certainly the pathway did go through one of the fields, and they are currently owned by the same person, so he certainly does have a claim against Shimon. Shimon can't say, ah it's oh, it's in the field owned by somebody else," because all of the fields are owned by Shimon. However, the say, "He needs to buy the passageway again, even if the even if the other owner is demanding a hundred money, which is a hundred times by a hundred zuz. That's ten thousand zuz, a massive amount of money. He would have to pay, or he'll have to fly in the air. The point is, he has no right to any passageway over here." and he'll have to buy it back and if the other owners are demanding a high price so tough luck for him he didn't remember where his path is and he will have to buy it back and the reason for the Chachomim is because the Shimon he can turn around to Reuben and say I can just as well return all of these fields back to their previous owners and it will come out that there'll be different owners for each field and then you'll be stuck and that way you wouldn't be able to have a passageway so since that's in my ability to do you cannot claim from me the right of passage and so you'll have to buy it back from me, or find some other way of getting to your field somehow by flying. what happens if we have two people, Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven lends money to Shimon and he tells him to pay him back by a particular date, and that date comes and he has not yet paid back, and HaMoytishtar Chival brings out the document which says that his friend Shimon owes him money. Shtar chayv is a document of a loan where it says that somebody owes somebody else money. So Ruven shows it to Shimon and he demands the money. halah And the other one, Shimon takes out a document which states that Shemoch is asade, That Ruven sold Shimon his field after the date where he had to pay back. So let's say he had to pay back the loan to Ruven by Aleph Nisan. And Shimon's document states that Ruven sold his field to Shimon on Hei Nisan. So what's going on here is that Shimon claims that he actually paid back Ruvain. And in general, when somebody would pay back money which he owed, they would write a shoivar. A shoivar is a receipt, saying that somebody has paid back money which he owed. So they wrote a shoivar, and Shimon claims that he lost the shoivar. But he did pay back, and he is proving this from the fact that Ruvain sold him a field after that. If Shimon owed Reuven money, so what's Reuven doing, selling Shimon his field? Shimon owes him money. He should first make sure to get the money back, and then if he gives more money, then he can give him the field. And indeed, Admin Oimer, Admin says, Yochel Hu Shimon, the borrower, is able to say to Reuven, "If I was really still obligated to pay you and I hadn't paid you back, then you should have collected the payment which is due to you." when you sold me the field, and the fact that you didn't shows that really I had already paid you, and now you were just selling me your field like usual. However, (laughs) the Chachomim say that if he hasn't got his shoivar, he is still obligated to pay back Ruvain. Aye, but surely Ruvain sold him the field, which implies that Shimon already paid him back. So the Chachomim say no, Ruven can claim that he did it for a different reason. It could be that Ruven was concerned that if he goes to Shimon and demands the money back, Shimon might claim that he hasn't got any money. And even if he has money, he's able to hide it. So Reuben wouldn't necessarily be able to get his money back. And therefore, Pikeach, Zero Pikeach, Reuben was very clever. Chemochalai Sakarka that he sold him the land. Because now he made sure that the borrower has land. So he sold him the land. And then when he demands the money, if Shimon claims that he hasn't got any money, so Reuben has the right to take that piece of land, at least until Shimon can come up with the money. And Shimon, of course, is not able to hide the land, and that's why he would have sold him the field even though Shimon did owe him money. Because he is able to take hold of that piece of land as the deposit or at least until Shimon repays the money. But either way, this way, Ruven would make sure that the loan will be repaid, and so the fact that he sold the field is not a proof that he is not owed the money, and if Shimon has not got his shoivar, then he would be obligated to pay Ruvain the amount of money which he borrowed.